Okay, everyone. Welcome to Nassau Common Sense, Episode 2. I'm going to talk about the minimum wage. Basically, the whole idea is, should we raise the minimum wage or should we not? I'm for raising the minimum wage. And yes, people are going to lose their jobs initially when it happened. This is going to be mostly the jobs where pretty much the individuals aren't really making that much money and actually don't have that much impact on the organization. But Again, I say, but that doesn't mean that these people are going to be living on the street and homeless. Because, like what happened before, we've raised the minimum wage. What happens? These people lose their job initially, and then that's a big hiring boom. Because a lot of Disposable income was given to these workers. And what are they going to do? They're going to spend it. And where are they going to spend it at? Of course, they're going to spend it in their own community. And that's the thing. Once that happens, they spend it in their own community because they do spend in their own community. I know what you say, Trey. If it's going to a big box store like a Walmart or a Target, it can't go back to the community, but it does. Because why? Target is going to use that money. Walmart's going to use that money. And they're going to pay their workers with it. And what are those workers going to do? They're going to pay their bills. Right? They're going to fix up their homes. Right? They're going to have money to be able to go to the movies. Right? They're also going to be able to buy food. Right? They'll be able to go out to McDonald's and get food and Go out to these restaurants and whatnot and be able to get something to eat. And then they may have money to tip these workers at these restaurants. And what happens? All that disposable income is going to go to the community. I read an article, a December 31st, 2018 article by vitaN.org. That's V-I-T-T-A-N-A dot org. That said... That 43% of the money spent at a national chain stays within the community. And what I said, it makes a lot of sense. It's going to be spent by those, on those workers, and those workers are going to spend it where? In their community. Because they're going to be doing things. And since they live in this community, they're going to spend it in this community, which, again, 
will lead to people needing to be hired. Why? Because there's going to be long lines at stores, and what's going to happen? Those organizations that, oh, freaked out and fired their workers in the initial beginning are now backpedaling trying to look for people to hire again. This happened before when we raised the minimum wage in 2008. What happened? After we got out of the recession, that was not caused by raising the minimum wage. It was caused by a housing bubble bursting. They need to start hiring people because why? They had a little bit more disposable income. And just think about that very small, minute raise in the minimum wage. And look how much they had to, how it affected the economy. They had to go and start hiring people again. So think how quickly it will be if you say, all right, $15 an hour. You can't pay anyone, period, any of their tip workers, less than $15 an hour. What's going to happen? Yes, there's going to be some organizations that's going to freak out. We got to fire people. And then within the probably a span of a week, all right, now you got to hire people. Everyone knows I'm going to bring this up. Dan Price. Yes, we know about him. If you watched the, the news, you kept up with Fox News, and you saw how they reacted to him paying his workers a minimum wage of $70,000 a year. He paid attention and followed up back on it, which they didn't. His revenues tripled. And here it is. He was a, a basic mom and pops credit card processing company. Paid his workers a realistic wage. Took a pay cut for himself, knowing that he's going to reap benefits on the back end. And what happened? It exploded. And I hear people saying, well, trade, the only thing he's going to do is lead to a bunch of organizations looking for well-established individuals. If you're an unskilled worker, you're screwed. Not so. Again, last I checked, you don't need to have a doctor's degree to work in McDonald's. And in Denmark, they're paying their workers $22 an hour. Why? Because the government over there, the governmental structure over there that benefits unions and helps out unions, told them that, hey, no less than $22 an hour. At the minimum. And if you go over to Denmark, you're not going to see a bunch of 50-somethings working that drive-thru. You're going to see teenagers. Some of them still in high school. 
making $22 an hour. And I know people are going to say, Trey, do you really think that teenagers should have this type of disposable income? If I'm a teenager and I'm living with my parents and I'm making $22 an hour, you know, I'm going to call the shots. Not really, because they're going to be making more money than you. Because they're already going to be established at their organization that they're at. And since you can't pay them less than $22 an hour, and if I'm working at an organization for 15 years and you say I'm still going to be making minimum wage, what's they going to do? I'm up and leave. <laughs> I'm going somewhere else. It's going to pay me more than minimum wage because I say, hey, I got 15 years in this business, you know. Got to make it more than the new guy who just came in. But what it does do is help those teenagers be to have disposable income, which if they even do spend that income frivolously, like people believe, that's going to help the economy. So where's the downside at? If it's going to help the economy, I'm all for it. So they want to buy a bunch of Jordans? Well, go right ahead. It's going to help the economy. If they want to be smart and save it so they can be able to buy a house. Yes, I said buy a house, not rent, because renting don't actually benefit the economy. Buying houses do. That's what people don't understand. And I hear people like, what about the what about the organization? What about the business? Well, businesses benefit from this too. Not only do they get money, of course, common sense, supposedly income increases, means they get more money because people are going to shop at their businesses. It creates more stability. Stability for the worker means less turnover for the organization. And let me tell you. There's no organization out there that's going to say, man, I love having a high turnover rate. I just love the fact that every day I go on week, I got, a, I got a new person that I got to retrain and hire. And they leave before they dare go on ink drives on the day I go on paper. Come on. Be real. No, they're going to, they're going to go for the more stable environment because why hiring people costs money because during a long period of that time this individual is not bringing any productivity to the organization it's all potential productivity it becomes actual productivity once they're actually there in the organization doing the work. Speaking of productivity, when you have a well-paid worker, productivity goes up. Just think about it. How would you feel if you were working 
at an organization that's paying you a very small rate. You got to deal with irate boss. He's mad because he ain't making that much money. The CEO is just overflowed with cash. He doesn't have to pay any taxes. And you wake up every day working long hours, over 40 plus hour work weeks, barely can pay your own, pay your rent, if you're even paying rent or mortgage, because you probably can't, because the, the payment is so small, you can't even pay it. So you're probably staying with your parents, 40 years old, living with your parents, because you can't leave. Because the job is not paying you enough. You've been working at an organization for over 15 years. And you still can't make enough to be able to pay anywhere near a rent or mortgage. You're going to be miserable. But then, if you say you're at an organization, your boss is being well paid. You're being well paid you're going to come in with a better attitude. The boss is going to be irate because he can be able to afford his rent, his mortgage. You're going to be able to afford your rent, your mortgage. You're not going to be 40 years old living with your parents. You're going to have your own building. And since you have your own building responsibilities, you're going to be more willing to work harder make and work longer hours if you need to and be more productive. If you're not, why am I going to give extra effort if this organization isn't going to give extra effort to me? Again, I bring up Dan Price. His revenue tripled. I don't like really using anecdotal evidence, but this is something. It tripled. And I'm a big advocate for just giving low wage and minimum and middle class individuals money. Let them decide how they're going to live their life. Increasing the minimum wage, of course, lowers poverty and inequality. Because again, if I'm making a living wage and I'm a black person, and a white person is making a minimum wage, that's a livable wage, who's losing? You can't even say the CEO is losing. Because, hell, he's making money. Because more disposable income, for even me, is going to go back into his pocket. Henry Ford found that out. That's why he was creating Ford charcoal and Ford rubber tires and Ford this and Ford that. And why he created the idea of the weekend. Not because he was being altruistic. It's because he knew 
if I give my workers time off, they're going to buy my product. So the money that I'm giving them is going to come back to me. That's the idea. Give them more money. Give them more time. And the money is going to flow back to these organizations anyway. That's how employers in the economy benefit. And of course, the employee benefits tremendously because they have more money and they can focus on taking care of themselves. If you have enough money to pay your rent or mortgage and have more disposable income left, you can focus more on self-care. Maybe getting a seeing a psychiatrist and getting your mental stability straight. How about actually going to see the doctor? People don't understand that. We don't have to change to universal health care if you raise the minimum wage enough for people to actually be able to go to the doctor. They'll go to the doctor and be able to get their self taken care of. So everyone benefits from this thing. So that's why I'm a advocate for increasing the minimum wage. Well, I know this was a quick episode. I just wanted to give a little bit of a idea and touch up on the minimum wage. So, hey, don't to give to give a good listen and share the podcast. Thanks for listening, guys.